guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. 12 Days of Couch Cast Edition. Okay, guys. <laughs> you, you, you may, I know. You may think we sit down and just record all 12 of these at once. That nope. did not happen. This is, I guess we did like four, four, and four, or three, five, and four. Three, five, and four, yeah. Anyway, between session two and now session three, Kristen and I have both decided it would be a good idea to lose our voices. Yeah. I am cold. on the, the rebound side of it. I, y'all, two days ago, three days ago, I literally could not talk. Yeah. I'm talking. I actually tried this in my car, tried to scream as loud as I could. Like, nothing came out. That's insane. Zero sound. So, I am on the upswing. I actually sound much better than I did earlier this week. Kristen, I think, is taking the nosedive now. <laughs> y'all, this is like my second or third nosedive in two weeks. Like, it's just, it's like I got a bunch of junk and then I got better yeah. and it was just a little bit of a cough and then two days ago I wake up and my nose is like just completely yeah <laughs> either a faucet or a dam one of the two like it's just there's either no I, there's, there's no in between and so we apologize I'm sorry yeah so the next this this one in the next three so sorry for what you may have to deal with but yes in but, an effort to preserve our voices and not bore you guys to tears we will jump right in yes. so Long question today that has a couple of parts. Are you ready? Ooh, yes, I'm ready. Okay. It says, why do you think churches hold up marriage as an indication of a person's spiritual maturity? She says, I used to think the same, but now a bunch of my friends are married and I know they are not at the quote unquote end of becoming spiritually mature. I love the honesty. I know. It's great. I'm like, yeah, I can relate. Yeah. So why does it feel like marriage is constantly held up as an accomplishment in the journey to becoming spiritually mature? Whew. First of all, let me just say. I agree with everything that was asked. Yeah. It definitely does feel this way. Yeah. I don't know that I know why, but we're going to try to noodle on it a little and see what we can figure yeah. out. I don't, I don't know if it's because like, and I don't know at what point this, if this has always been a thing that marriage is just like part of the per, quote unquote progression of life. And so as you get married, it's like, it's like you level up. Basically, yeah. it's like, oh, now you have your own like little family unit. And then, mm. oh, you become a parent. And oh, I mean, like my mom said the other day, she's like, people don't give anybody a chance to enjoy anything anymore. <laughs> it's literally like you start dating. What are you going to get engaged? You get engaged. What are you going to get married? You get married. What are you having kids? You have kids. What are you buying a house? Like just constant. Like there's, or what are you having your next kid or whatever? Yeah. Like there's no like, ha, ah, enjoy where you're at. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I know why I, but I do agree that it is a thing. Uh, well, I think part of kind of going to what you're saying, it's, I think part of it does it apart from the spiritual aspect of it a little bit. It's kind of seen, especially from a girl's side. It's just part of growing up. Yeah. You go to school, you go to college, you get out of college, you get married. And that's just part of growing up. Yeah. And so then if that doesn't happen, it's kind of like, okay, well, have I not grown up enough? Yeah. Am I not mature enough across the board? Like I think there is that aspect of it. I almost wonder talking about the spiritual specific part of it. If some of it is how we, how we treat being single and go with me here for a second in that young single women, especially, or at least that's the only side of it. I know. I don't know what it's like to be a young single man. Yes. But for women, when you are of a certain age and still single, you know, you're out of college, you're getting mid twenties, early thirties. The idea is that, well, you just take this time and you prepare to be a good wife and a good mom. 
and you grow in spiritual maturity and you focus on those things. And that's what this time is for. And so it's almost this idea that once you have accomplished that, then you will get married. Yeah. And so it's almost that there's this idea that since I'm still single, because I still need to be prepared, I must not be prepared enough to be a godly wife. And so it's mm-hmm. almost kind of the reverse of like, well, I must not be spiritually mature enough or I would have gotten that thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't thought about it that way. Well, and I think too, what's so tough is I feel like a lot of this mentality is from this. I don't, I hate generalizations, but for the sake of the, <laughs> the question from older generations in the church, Absolutely. because as they were coming up, marriage was like, it happened a lot sooner and you went from your parents to college mm-hmm. to marriage and that's not the progression anymore. And I think that's a lot of. I think a lot of really good conversations have come just, if anything, in our lives with other people and having the conversations like, hey, the progression of life that you had and you were born in the 60s or 50s compared to what it is for us who were born in the 80s, 90s, whatever, it's not the same. Yeah. And there's, you know, this, a lot of us are taking this, having this gap between college and marriage and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just different. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's almost like they don't really know what to do with that time. It's like, Oh, well then go prepare to be this. And which is good. Which it it is. It's not a bad thing. So many things we talk about. It's like, okay, the concept is good and right. And you should be doing those things, but don't take it to an extreme in your mind where you've put more, of a weight, not more of a weight, but you've put more of a meaning on that than there actually is or a wrong meaning, not yeah. more, just wrong. Um, and I think maybe, maybe part of it too, is this idea that you're young and single and carefree and you don't, you know, you do what you want when you want and all that. And then there's the idea of marriage that is so selfless. And so giving of yourself to another person and to a family and all of that. And it's like, okay, well, I haven't reached that. Like, you know, yeah, I'm not at that place. So maybe I'm not mature enough to handle it. Um, I think it's, I think it's good that the church encourages marriage. Um, and maybe that, I think maybe part of it is you hear so much about marriage is the most sanctifying thing you will ever do. <laughs> Living with another sinner 24 seven for the rest of your life has more of a sanctifying effect on you than anything else. And I don't, I'm not saying that, tongue-in-cheek like doubting the truth of it yeah it is very true as we've talked about before on here it's not a matter of get married to be sanctified or stay single and don't like you will be sanctified in your singleness too but sometimes it almost seems like only married people are the ones that get sanctified (laughs) and so i think that plays into this idea that well those are the good christians yeah. Because they're the ones getting sanctified. Yeah. What's wrong with me that I'm not? Especially when it's the thing that you really want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, too, this falls in the camp of, oh, just be content and then you'll get married. Yeah. Like this. And I'm like, eh, not every person I know that's got married has been completely content in the Lord. <laughs> and not everybody that I know is married is super spiritually mature. Well, yeah. Well, and I mean, that, that mentality, ugh, those trite little sayings that are meant to be helpful 
I think that's a place where they may cause more harm than good because it's like, well, if you just be, if you were this, then you will get married. Yeah. If you are content, then you'll get married, meaning you're not married, so you must not be content. There is a spiritual deficiency yeah. to your not being married, which easily translates to, well, obviously, if I was more spiritually mature, yeah. more content, more at peace, more satisfied in the Lord, then I would be married. Yeah. Well, you can even narrow that down to prosperity gospel if you go Absolutely. that way. And it's like, oh, because then you're dictating by your actions and behaviors what blessing you're getting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, that's not how that works. No. I mean, because who's God in that scenario? You are. You are. Exactly. Yeah. And if you think you can manipulate God. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Wrong. getting into that. But no, yeah. That's another Rude conversation. coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. Well, how did she phrase? What was the first like original question? Why do we think? Why that do is, you think churches hold up marriage as an indication of a spiritual person's spiritual maturity? Yeah. I don't think they mean to. Yeah. I don't think they do either. I think it. I think it is something that. Because for the longest time, it was, there was just a cookie cutter life yeah. progression for the most part. We haven't graduated from that, even though our society and our culture has graduated from that. And so I think that has a lot to do with yeah. it. Well, and I think a lot of the, the, the world has moved on from that life progression for very selfish reasons. Yeah. And so I think if you let... Because it's very self-centered. I want what I want. And yeah. I want the best, whatever. Yeah. If you let that mentality seep into the church, then I think there's trouble. Yeah. Like, I think that is a problem where it's like, okay, we need some general maturing to happen here. But otherwise, I don't, yeah, like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. One thing I would just caution everyone against, encourage you in, whatever, is that we talked about it on one of these couch casts recently, too, of... When this is something that you really want, this is something that's really important to you, something that you really want, but you don't have. You want to be married, but you're not. I think we used the example the other day of suddenly every car you drive or every car you see is the one you just bought. It's kind of that same thing to where every comment that's made suddenly carries a meaning that you might see because this is so forefront of your mind. And we're so naturally tend towards, Oh, well I'm, I don't have this thing that I want. So what's wrong with me? Like, what's the problem? And there doesn't have to be one. It's just not what's best for you at the moment. But if we are looking for things to be the, like every little thing someone's going to say, or the, everything you see at the church, you're reading into it, a meaning that is very important, like forefront of your mind that might not be there. And I'm preaching to the choir. I, I, I get this. I do this. I have to like really be, guarded against it. So I'm just encouraging you guys to do the same thing. Don't, and I'm not saying this person asking this question is doing oh, that no, no, no. It's just a general encouragement to don't, um, don't look for reasons or ways to be offended or for the church to be doing something they're not. The church does do this, yeah, but not in every way, like not yeah. always. So just, I'm belaboring the point. At this. No, but I, you yeah. get it. So yeah. that and would think- be my final charge maybe. Yes, I think that's a good place to end. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and for sticking with us in our sniffling. Yes. (laughs) We will be back tomorrow with another episode for you. So stay tuned for that. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle.